0: Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio.
1: All right, guys, we're up and rolling here. Hope you're cooking well on the uh, highways and byways of life. What's traffic looking like this morning?
2: Right now, it's free-flowing all over the place. We've got, you know, Kennedy, uh, obviously that construction... Makes it build up just a lot faster. But Eisenhower looks okay. Stevenson, Bishop Ford, all that stuff. It's it's looking good. You got no problems, at least right now.
1: Okay. It's warming up a little bit out there. Rather balmy compared yeah, to is. two days ago.
2: We got 50 today for a high.
1: Oh, man, it's going to be nice. Okay, a lot going on here today, Boom Crew. Hope you are ready for a... Fun-filled couple of weeks here. We've got 12 days of Christmas starting yeah, off we do. today. Yeah, we do. Now, this is important. We want everyone to know that you can get a link right now. Get your name in the hopper.
2: That's right. Just text the word CHRISTMAS to 312 312- 274 9624. Text the word Christmas. We'll get a link sent out to you where you can go and uh, sign up to be an online winner. It's not guaranteed, but every day for the next 12 Carl and Crew shows, we are going to pick an online winner and a call in winner to win a gift literally under our tree. Yeah. And the call in is going to happen at. Call-in's going to happen at 820. So just before that, we're going to ask for a call-in number. You call in. We're going to pick a number. And then you will get to pick what gift is coming out from under the tree.
1: Yeah, and then the person that wins online, they get uh, the same identical gift. Same gift. Yeah. So text the word Christmas. Get signed up for this thing, Boom Crew. It's a lot of fun. There's some phenomenal gifts under this tree. I don't even know what all of them are. Me neither. In fact... I don't know what any of them We're going to be surprised through some of them, that's for sure. But it came in this morning, and I'm looking under the tree, and there's some pretty yeah. nice packages Oh, absolutely. There. We got some good stuff. Do you like big gifts or small gifts? Uh,
2: I You know what? I like small gifts. Small gifts come in, or well, big gifts come in small packages, that's for sure. They can. They can. For sure.
1: Text the word CHRISTMAS to 312-274-9624. You know... Manhood has been under attack in a big way. And there's a diminishing of biblical manhood that needs to be reclaimed. There's one pop culture song out there that is going viral big time. That captures really the heart of men in a cool way. It's not a Christian song. But it is soulful. And it is the cry of a lot of men today. It's catching fire around the globe. It's called To Be a Man by Dax. Remix features Darius Rucker. And I want you to take a listen to this in a minute and a half. Discipleship to start your day. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. And the interesting thing about biblical manhood is that it's a call for men to be leading, loving servants with their spouse, their wife, with their children. The most dominant feature of a call to manhood is that men are initiators. And in Ephesians, we find the call on men's lives to model Jesus Christ. Love your wife as Christ loved the church. Now, how did Christ love the church? He loved the church when it was imperfect, He loved the church when they were running for the hills, and he laid down his life for the church. That's the model of biblical manhood. Laying down our lives for those we love, and men, a call to lay down our lives for our bride. You see, biblical manhood isn't about some toxic masculinity, but it is masculine because it takes a real man to lay down his agenda and to be a leading, loving servant. And when a man initiates that way, a woman's response is much more inclined toward love and respect, just his. I've often believed, and I've said this many times, that men are initiators, women are responders. And the first question I ask men all the time when they feel like there's a massive conflict in their home, or there's a divide, or there's little bricks that have caused division between he and his bride, ask the question, have I been the leading, loving servant that's going to cultivate my bride? Or have I gotten a form of masculinity that isn't leading and loving and even sacrificing? Because when we lead, love, and sacrifice first and foremost, there's a better chance for a great response. You know, I've heard a lot of men say, well, I'm the head of the home. Headship is not about Authority. It's about responsibility. I've known a lot of people in positions of authority that had no capability whatsoever to do the job. You know what kind of respect they get? Nothing. You can have all the authority you want, but if you don't take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, read it and take your responsibility to be a Godward man we should never wonder, why is my bride at odds with me? A man who flexes the muscle of headship without servant leadership should never wonder why he lacks respect. We've all worked for a boss that had a position, but he didn't have the chops or the veracity to pull it off.
3: Sure, it happens.
1: Respect is earned, and the way respect is earned in the home is by being a leading, loving servant, for sure. Yeah. I heard this song. In fact, my son sent it to me. He said, Dad, have you heard this song? It's just going viral. It's by Dax. Darius Rucker sings along with him on this thing. And boy, does it have some great lyrics to this thing just want you to take a listen to it right now
4: I can't hide myself I don't expect you to understand I just hope I can't explain what it's like to be human it's a lonely road and they don't care about what you know it's not about how you That home.
3: Being a man is what you make it. You can't always live up to expectations. You try to please everybody while you struggle, so you fake it, and end up out of balance, compromising situations as a good man. Uh, do what he should, man. I'll Give everything he has and do everything he could, man. You might find yourself feeling all alone inside a house you built that you don't recognize as home and that's what my daddy told me and I'll tell my son the same now that I'm older I relate and I actually feel his pain he never cried he might have lied but he did not complain and he said son one day you have to do the same I get emotional when I stop and think and I look around beyond the county lines of my small town I think about all
4: expect you to understand. I just hope I can explain what it's like to be your man. It's a lonely road, road. and they don't care about what you know. It's not about how you feel, but what you provide inside that home. Don't give up, keep fighting. As a man, our sun is our horizon. And our father's actions play a role, and we end up like them. So they can't let us see them hurt. Cause we'll embody what they do and start a generational curse. No wonder most men are so depressed. All the things that they can't express. They go to war, get thrown on the shelf. Then go back to war with their mental health. Then grab that bottle and ask for help. Try to pull themselves out of hell. Then fall back down and then realize that they're gonna have to do with themselves. It's the circle of life. Why we feel we can't hide ourselves? We we don't expect you to understand. We just hope we can explain what it's like to be your It's a lonely road, and you don't care about.
1: Dex, To Be a Man, featuring Darius Rucker. Incredible song, man. My son sent that to me about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and he said, Dad, you got to give this a listen. It's going viral. He says, it's just a cry of a soul, man. It doesn't provide a lot of solutions, but it does talk about the situation. And it's about the unseen man problem that we have. And so what are we going to do? Boom crew, I want to challenge you men this morning. I know it's easy to say passages, man is the head, but we can't claim a position of authority without taking biblical responsibility. Can't do it. I'm going to, to say it again. We've all worked for people who had a position. They had a title and they were lousy at doing their job. How much respect did we have for those guys? Not a lot. None. very little. Yeah. The respect that men desire can be gained as we men humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and begin to be the leading loving servants that God has called us to be. Is it hard? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hard. We gotta set down everything we learned in the locker room. We got to set down all the agendas of toxic masculinity, which ain't masculinity at all. We got to take all that self-will and pride and rationalization. We got to put that on the shelf and we got to fall to our knees at the foot of the cross and say, Holy Spirit, fill me up. Make me the man you want me to be. And God wants to do that in you. He does. So I got an action step for all you men listening to me today. I want you to listen close. I want you to take your rightful position as a leading, loving servant of your bride, of your home, of the resources that are coming in, of the vibe inside the four walls of the house that you've built. and Be a leading, loving servant, and great will be your reward. No question about it. What's it like to be a man? A biblical man lays down his life, leading, loving servanthood. Your spiritual pit stop to keep you
0: going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: It's Carl and Crew Mornings here helping you take your next step with Jesus. How you doing in there, Young Thunder? Oh, just great. Just great. <laughs> I know. You're doing, you're doing super. <laughs> Guys, I want to spike something here. This is really cool. You know, I'm taking it upon, it's a mer- personal mission of mine to make sure that you know about this because I don't want you to look back going, shoot, we miss Candlelight Carols. Candlelight Carols. I'll give you a quick 30,000 flyby here. This is one of the best Christmas productions you will ever see. You're gonna get a taste of Moody Bible Institute in a way that will blow your mind.
2: It's really cool, guys.
1: It's so talented. Yeah. Uh, Gospel choirs Mm -hmm. and all the different set designs, instruments and and, uh, drama teams and everything. They pull off a presentation of celebration of the birth of Christ that'll blow your mind. They're always unique and different every year and they are flat out tremendous. Now, they've added some mustard to the hot dog last year. And big, it yeah. is good. You put some mustard to the dog, and this is literal because they've got food trucks, and one of them's a hot dog truck.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're very right come about
1: on. that. Yeah. And then you got, the, you got the taco truck. Yeah. And then you got the Belgian waffle, waffle truck. That's right. So here's the deal you come, you have a Christmas festival, then a concert, and then the festival again. It's bookended. That's right. Now it's really good. The afternoon concert starts at one o'clock. That is almost sold out. <laughs> it's almost gone. And tickets are going fast for the five o'clock on the Saturday as well. So one o'clock on Saturday, five o'clock on Saturday, and then Sunday, 5 pm. Ex- yeah, excuse, yes, that's right. 5 p.m. on Sunday. Now, the festival is right after that first performance on Saturday. And it's also continues on after the evening concert. So you're going to dig that Sunday. You can come in here at three o'clock festivals going for an hour and a half. Then the concert, then more of the Christmas festival for another hour and a half. There's going to be shopping for great Christmas gifts. And we're partnered up with people around the globe who are selling their wares to help strategic ministries. And I know you want to be a part of that boom crew. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, today is the day. Again, the first, the first concert on Saturday at 1 o'clock is nearly sold out. Evening is the next closest to sold out on Saturday, and there's a lot more room right now in the Sunday concert, which means better seats up near the front a little bit That's more. That's right. Not near the front, but midway. So I want you to get your tickets right now. This is an event that you're going to love. It's, I know what it feels like. Get up out of the house. How are we going to drive in? Free parking. It's worth the drive. You are going to enjoy it. How do they get their tickets? That's right. Just text the word light
2: to 312-274-9624. We'll have a link for purchase right there. Just text the word light to 312-274-9624.
0: Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: Man, tis the season, right? Mm-hmm. Something happened on air yesterday that really got me to studying. Went to a passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7 through 8. And I want to read this to you, and then I'm going to break down just some teaching points on this, and I'm going to jump into this just headlong right now. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10, this is what we read. So to keep me from becoming conceited, Paul says, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, in other words, he had received so much revelation from God. Yeah. He's saying, so to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, comma, a messenger of Satan. So a demon to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this thing, that it should leave me. But he said to me, these are red letters. If you've got a red letter Bible, this is Jesus himself speaking back to Paul. Quote, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. End quote. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Just going to fire hose you here with a few points. Five things I want you to take away from this boom crew this morning. Paul had received much from God and the potential for pride was a real threat. It was a real threat. When you receive insight or blessing from God, you also are at risk for conceit. Second thing, Satan sent a messenger, a demon, to beat Paul down and make him feel like he was lesser than who he was as a child of God. Satan is constantly gunning for you and attempting to pull you down. Third thing. Paul appealed to the Lord for relief, but it didn't come because God had bigger plans. You can and should ask for relief from a direct attack, but God may graciously allow the demonic attack to persist. Four, God told Paul that his grace was all he needed to get through the attack and that he would become more powerful because of it. God will allow you to remain under attack so you may become stronger as a disciple of Jesus. Yes, God will use Satan's harassment against him and for you. Weakness is where God's power is born. Fifth, Paul found contentment in the face of future spiritual battles. He saw the blessing of weakness and how it helps us draw upon God's power. And God wants you to say today and tomorrow with Paul, through all trials, through all calamities, through persecutions, hardships, insults, and weaknesses, for when I am weak, then I am strong. This is one of these aha moment passages. We often talk about, oh, we got to get these demons out of our life. Yeah, we we need to pray for protection from the attack. But if we're being biblicists, we open the Bible and read it and apply it to our life, we've got to recognize, as we find here in 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, that some attacks from Satan, God will allow. Why? Because he's playing with us? No. He's actually turning the whole script around on Satan. Yeah. Satan was trying to beat Paul down, and God said, I'm going to use what you're doing to beat him down to cause him to cling to me and draw real power, spirit power in his life.
4: Yeah.
1: It's true. It's biblical. It's right here. So I want you to check this out, and I want you to grab it and share it if you're inclined. And this is not often a place I send you. But I'm asking you to go to my Facebook page, Carl Clausen. Carl with a K. C-L-A-U-S-O-N. Go check it out. And I'd love it if you would spread this far and wide. Because I think this is one of these aha moments when I was digging into this. I had studied this before, but something struck me. It's like, boy... We get really binary with regard to spiritual war. It's either we're under the attack of Satan or we yeah. are and we got to pray that out or we're free from the attack of Satan. What right. Paul says here is that God will at times choose to not release us from a demonic attack. <laughs> That's a circuit buster. Yeah, no kidding. Doesn't, doesn't seem right. No. Except that God is all knowing. He's providential and he's good. Mm hmm. Go check it out, guys.
2: Yeah, just go to Carl Clausen. It's Carl with a K, his personal Facebook page. You can go there, check it out. And hey, even give it a share if you want, because it's good information. And uh, we want more people to see that. So Carl Clausen, Facebook page right there.
0: Whether it's number one or 100, take that step
1: with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. I love the word of God. I absolutely love the word of God. Um, Boy, we had a sweet time last night, my bride and I did. We went out with uh, Pastor Lutzer and his wife, Rebecca, and what incredible fellowship. That's awesome. And I gained so much being around rich mentors like that couple. Amen. Great couple. But one of the things that I love about our discussion is, is it just comes back to the Word of God. As you begin to lean into the Word, Boom Crew, you're going to find more and more that your conversation is peppered with truth of God's Word. You'll look at what's going on in Israel, and you'll find biblical passages that relate directly to what's going on there. You'll look at everyday troubles, and you'll say, oh, this is what's happening here. I don't have it for you today, but I'm going to bring in Dr. Lutzer one day to talk about a watch shop that he saw in Albania, and how just the title for that shop related to Matthew 7. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord. I'll bring him in one day to talk about that. It's an epic story. But I just want you to know, as you think about the Word of God, even what I've just looked at, 2 Corinthians 12, seven through 10, the fact that God will allow Satan to harass you, and you might be just tuning in right now going, is that true? Yeah, Yeah but it's always for your good and that God wants to turn this thing around. I've got five points here for this thing and I'd love for you to grab it. I want, to, I want you to be encouraged by it because some of you right now are going through a time of incredible testing and it could be that God in his mercy is allowing a harassing demonic attack to persist in your life because he knows he's put in you the stuff to make you stronger through it. Yeah. I know it sounds back backwards and all that, but a lot of our uh, theology that we have is just urban myth. It's not grounded in Scripture. Yeah, But if you go to 2 Corinthians 12, you go, God does that.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I I feel encouraged by this passage. Isn't it? Because the harassment of Satan is going to come. I'm going to experience that. But how amazing is it that I know that even in that pain, God says, hey, I'm going to turn this around for you. I'm going to make it into something that you couldn't have imagined. And Satan didn't intend it when he brought it on you, but I'm going to make you better because of it. I'm going to make you stronger because of it. And it's my strength that's in you. I feel encouraged by that. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. We'd love for you to grab this up, guys. That's right. Just text the word POST to 312 Two seven We've got a link to Carl's. You made it easier. That's right. we got a link to Carl's Facebook page. Just text the word POST, and then it's going to be the first post right at the top there. Text the word POST to 312-274-9624.
0: Boom Crew, celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty easy for men to look at and cherry-pick passages of Scripture And it can be a real problem if you camp on one verse and don't look at the whole counsel of God. Just take this, for instance, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. But I want you to understand, Paul writes, that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. One of the problems with this passage is that we look at hierarchy or authority, without a clear understanding of responsibility. And so we see that there is truly biblical headship. But what that means and how it's defined biblically matters, because this isn't about position as much as it is posture. That's a big difference. And I know I'm talking to a lot of men right now who have struggled with, what does it look like to be a man? And I've talked to enough men under the sun who tell me, oh, Pastor Carl, my wife doesn't respect me. Listen, respect is earned. And one of the things that we find in Scripture over and over again is that men who initiate biblically find it much easier to have their wives respond respectfully. That's just a fact. So let me give you an, an example of this and the biggest example that we have. So we find in Ephesians chapter five, a call for wives to submit and to respect their husbands as head of the wife. Okay. We get that. But look at the calling of husbands. And this correlates perfectly with 1 Corinthians chapter 11, where there's this order. God is the head of Jesus. Jesus is the head of man. Man is the head of the wife. Okay. But what does, we get all wonky when we start thinking about position and authority because we have an earthbound perspective of this rather than a biblical perspective. Look at what it says. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. What's going on here? Well, Paul goes on to illustrate it. In the same way that Christ loved the church, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. Nourishes and cherishes, just as Christ does the church. Guys, I got to tell you, men, listen to me a second. One exercise I do with guys that come to me and say, Pastor Carl, man, I got a problem. So what's going on? I I just, I don't think my wife respects me at all. First question I ask, do you think that she feels loved by you as Christ loved the church? Well, what do you mean by that? And then I'll articulate. Jesus loved the church so much that while it was yet we were yet imperfect, He died for us. A leading, loving, self-sacrificing man of God becomes quite irresistible in most women's eyes. When men initiate with leading, loving servanthood, it clears up a multitudes of diciness behind the four walls. It just does. It just does. I'm not saying women are perfect. Trust me, the ladies will put a hand in the air and go, I ain't that. Yeah, because no one is. And if they won't, then they do have a problem. (laughs) Sure. But here's the point. Is there a biblical principle of headship? Yes, but it's baked in with the same model of Jesus Christ who laid down his life. A leading, loving, self-sacrificing man of God, which is real manhood, can become an irresistible force of love in a marriage. And it's the way God asks us to walk. It's how he asks us to walk. There's a manhood crisis. We men in the church can stand up, shine so brightly that the world says, show me your biblical manhood model.
0: Giving hope directly
1: from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Yeah, that's fair. We're talking biblical manhood today. I, I just want to encourage you, man. Let me just say this. I'm not going to link the blogs up because I'm doing something special with these things in the near future. Chivalry isn't dead. Chivalry still gets style points today, guys. Yeah. I know. I know. Men have been blasted from all sides. And I believe it's a satanic plot to undermine distinctive roles in marriage. Yeah. I do. Absolutely. I, absolutely. This gender blender, weird, funky stuff that we got going on in our culture. How's that working for you? <laughs> how's that work? I'm looking <laughs> up a, a cable channel. I'm, I'm yelling at them. How's that working for you? <laughs> how's that work? Did they respond? <laughs> no, they did No, okay. It's not working. No, it doesn't. Why? Because God created man and woman in the image of God. Unique, distinct, mm-hmm. with unique attributes. Yeah, awesome attributes on both sides. Now, is toxic masculinity biblical? No, this, you know, wife beater, white tank top thingy metaphor for what manhood is. That's it's horrible. That's it's, garbage. It's horrible that there are even metaphors it's for that. Garbage. Kind of thing. Yeah, the fact that you got a tank top called a wife beater. It's not okay. Says a lot about culture. Yes. But biblical masculinity is leading, loving servanthood. Yeah. We, the model for it is, and g- gentlemen, don't claim the authority of headship until you're willing to accept the responsibility that comes along with it. Absolutely. Leading, loving servanthood is tough. It's hard. You better plan on getting filled with the Holy Spirit yep. or else you won't pull it off. Does not happen. But it can it. happen. Yeah. When have you seen God surprise you to be a man that Shannon needed to be?
2: So this was uh, a few years ago. Shannon and I were in a disagreement, an argument about
1: something. And now I don't even remember. Well, here's what it is. the funny thing about life. Yeah. It's usually not about too much of anything.
2: No, I mean, it really wasn't. I have no idea what it was. That's how unimportant it was, you know, now. But at the time it felt important and I was frustrated and the, you know, the arguments kind of going back and forth. And I, I said, you know what? I am not thinking clearly i need to take a step away and just get a breath so i I took a step away and i got some breath but in in my time alone part of me was saying oh my goodness i'm so frustrated this is what she's doing this is what i'm frustrated about how you know how how she's going about it and in the midst of my anger god in his grace said to me jonathan take a breath and own what you can own. Boom. What can you own in this situation? So I took my quiet time to think about that. And I came back to Shannon and I said, Shannon, I recognize that I have gone about this argument all wrong. And here's how I have gone about it wrong. And I am so sorry. And that's where I left it. I, I could have talked to her in that moment about, hey, here's how I was hurt. And I, she would agree. There were probably some legitimacies to those conversations. But I left it after I owned it and you know what? She grabbed right up onto that. She forgave me, and she apologized for what she could own. Now, that doesn't happen every single time, and when it doesn't happen, maybe another time you're able to come back. Once it's kind of cooled off in that moment, you can come back and say, hey, I wanted to talk to you about some things that I've been hurt by, but you never go and say, I'm sorry for what I've done, but here's how I was hurt as well. Yeah. Never with the butt. And I think by God's Holy Spirit, he gave me the ability to say, here's what I've done wrong and just to leave it there. And through that leadership of just being humble and not focusing on myself and what I wanted out of the situation, God worked it all out, reconciled.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 The Holy Spirit gives you the juice to do that. Couldn't
2: have done it without him. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it without him. Here's the
1: interesting thing about biblical manhood. When you become a leading, loving servant, you will claim nothing. You will point straight to God. No, I mean this, guys. When you become a leading, loving servant, when you have acts that you do that are, you know, Supernaturally endowed by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will claim nothing. You will say, It's all glory to God. Amen. You will say, It's all glory to God. The best times in my relationship with my bride are born out of me being strong in the Lord as I humble myself at the foot of the cross. I listen to her needs. I listen to her heart. I let her share without, yeah, this is where butts need to butt out. Yep, absolutely. And a man that initiates as a leading loving servant has a fair shot at gaining and earning respect, which is true. Gentlemen, when we put biblical masculinity on display, it is beautiful. I know. Some of us learned masculinity from a model of a dad that got it wrong. We have to resist that temptation to default into what we learned or saw. We need to reject wholesale rejection of what locker room talk taught us. And we need to embrace the road less traveled. Leading, loving servanthood. Willing to lay down our life for our brides. And love her just as Christ loved the church. Was the church imperfect? Are you kidding me? Look at the church today. Totally imperfect. Yeah. It's what one friend of mine calls the church is a beautiful mess. But Jesus laid down his life. Amazing things can happen. When we listen to the Spirit of God prompt our heart and move with him, we'll take no claim ourselves everything you need to start your day right.
0: You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I don't know who these guys are. All these old sound like the same. This is Bing Crosby. This is Bing. Okay. Where the tree tops. Reproduce this album? No, I was gonna say you can tell
2: it's being by the fuzziness.
1: <laughs> How about those background vocals?
2: <laughs> Man, that is a time. That is an era right there.
1: Christmas, everybody. Bing Crosby and the phenomenal backup vocalists with him there.
2: Whoever they are.
1: Whoever they are. And we've got a real treat for you. I'm looking to my left here, and I see under a tree 12 incredible gifts. That's now, right. this is how it's going to go down.
2: So... Every day for the next 12 Carl and Crew days, that means weekdays, we are going to do our 12 days of Christmas. We do it every year. It's a ton of fun. We have literal gifts under a tree here that we want you to have. So you can get these gifts one of two ways. You can either be our call-in winner, which is going to be at around 8.15. We're going to ask for a number, a call-in number. If you are that call-in number, you win for the day. You'll come on air with us. We'll give you an option between a couple of gifts that you can pick. And we're also going to have an online winner. That means you can go online right now, fill out a form, And we will have an online winner to pair with our call-in winner each and every day. How you become an online winner? Just text the word CHRISTMAS to 312-274-9624. Just the word CHRISTMAS to 312-274-9624. We're going to have a winner each day. Two winners coming up today at 820.
1: Get your name in the hat. We can't pull it out if it's not in the hat. That's exactly right. Text Christmas to 3122749624. Don't
0: just keep it to yourself. Give what you've heard to a friend with a Curling Crew showcast. Just go to curlingcrew.org.
1: Here we go, Boom Crew. It's that time of year again. We've got a winner. Lynn from Woodridge. Called in, was our 12th caller today. Good morning, Lynn. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. That's (laughs) the spirit. I love that. How about that, Lynn? Isn't this great? You got to win something today. How great is that? Oh, my God
0: so
2: great. It's so
1: exciting. I'm oh. so excited. Oh, well, we're thrilled. This is great. Uh, Lynn, we've got an opportunity for you, and we're going to do it right now. Facebook Live is a little glitch right now. We might not have it today, but hang in there. But we can do this live on air no problem That's at all. Great. Lynn, we've got some choices for you to pick from. We've got, oh, my gosh. We've got a big bag. You've got 12 gifts under the tree. We've got big. We've got small. Start. Do you want big or small first bag? Um, Don't be shy. Oh What's on your heart?
3: Um, The first
1: thing that came to mind was big. Okay, big. Then we've got big. You want, you want, uh, do you want a montage of little Christmas art in the bag? Or would you like a reindeer? Reindeer. Reindeer. He's got it in his hand. We're ready to roll. Andrew how you doing my man Good,
0: sir great to be here this morning
1: all right who are you Andrew I'm tell excited. our folks what hey, I'm, you do i here. Andrew I'm the uh, director of promotions and engagement right not a guy off the street here guys. Yeah. <laughs> no Andrew I want to tell you what a joy it is to work with you Thank dude you, sir. you are such a great brother I love you oh from man it's great to of be part my of the team love you guys too it's really good to have you here all right, Lynn's a big winner. Right, You've Lynn. got the bag in front of you there. What what gift number is well, this, this? As is you open, well, this is gift number nine, Carl. Number and, nine. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things in here. Are so there? All right, turn Lynn. Turn it over to Jonathan.
2: Here you go. This is the explanation for your gift. We want to welcome you to a celebration of warmth and indulgence, creating a perfect cocoon of comfort during these colder months. Did you write this? No. Oh, okay. I'm just, I like to read. (laughs) Here's a collection of hot cocoa bombs, each a delectable medley of flavors along with some flavored hot cocoa stirrers, adding a touch of customization to your cocoa creation.
1: Yeah, there's no way you or I wrote this.
2: (laughs) To elevate the entire hot cocoa experience, we included a milk, Milk frother the frother ensures that each sip is delicious and smooth. Now, you're <laughs> also going to get the Yeti mug. Oh. It's known for its exceptional insulation properties that keep beverages hot for an extended period. You are not going to get cold cocoa, even if you have to wait a little bit before you can drink it. Make sure to tag us on Facebook and Instagram, enjoying your cocoa creations. Merry Christmas, Lynn,
1: from us here at Carlin. Merry
0: Christmas, Lynn! Merry Christmas, Lynn. Thank Merry you. Christmas.
1: Okay, I'm looking at this stuff right now. I think, I think we're on Facebook Live. We are on we are. Facebook, Facebook Live. This. There's Andrew right oh. there showing off your stuff. It's Ooh. really cool. Now... We've got a name that we pulled from the hat as well. That's
2: right. Lynn, you also picked for Kyle O from Crystal Lake. Kyle O, congratulations. You're our online winner. You're also getting the hot cocoa mix. You're getting the stirrers and you're getting that Yeti mug to keep everything nice and warm.
1: (laughs) Andrew's going full Vanna White in here I know.
2: It's good. Yeah. Uh, Lynn, while you're listening to this now, go go on on Facebook Live, check out the video so that you can see everything that you want. It looks pretty darn cool. That Yeti
1: I didn't know Yeti made mugs. Oh yeah, Yeti mugs are the best. You have a Yeti mug? A gr- I don't have one. I wish I had one. They're great. Lynn does. I don't Lynn have does. one either. Well, well now you do. Do now, Lynn. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Merry Lynn. Christmas. Thank you for playing along on twelve days of Christmas. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy your gift, Lynn.
0: Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you all. Oh,
1: Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. So good. There's no way we're gonna outspirit Lynn. I don't think so. She started to off strong on She's day coming one. in strong. Facebook Live, Boom Crew, we love you. Look under the tree. We're gonna pan over there. Look at that. There's 11 more gifts under there, Boom Crew. You see that? Everyone watching or listening right now, I want you to know this. Text the word Christmas to our number here. Get your name in the hat. We've got some phenomenal gifts under this tree. I mean, really do. amazing. Text Christmas to three one two. Two seven four nine six two four three one two two seven four nine six two four, and we want to say to you merry christmas boom crew we love you we're grateful for you and this is our way of saying thank you for being part of the team here genuinely grateful for you this is chris tomlin joy to the world tomorrow again at 8 20 we'll be grabbing another name from the hat be here watching on facebook live what a joy to have you with us guys